You are tuned in to Lightworkers Lounge, tales of having a human experience in a spiritual world. Such a fucking Pisces. So, whoop, sorry if any little ears are in the room. Hi, guys. Welcome to another episode of Lightworkers Lounge, where we're going to talk all about this full moon in Pisces. You know, I don't always record podcast episodes on the new moon, the full moon. They just happen so quickly that I can't keep up with all the other things I have to do. And it's this energetic feel of some moons are more powerful than others. It's pretty obvious. And if you look back at your own life and timeline and behavioral patterns, you can see that you are so in sync with the moon, whether you pay attention to it or not. Right? You guys know my book. It's just a phase, journaling with the moon. These are for people who are really feeling stuck and going against the grain, like a lot of us have ended up doing. And when you use my journal, I'll stay with you for a whole season, three months if you use it appropriately. By the end of it, my goal was to have my reader back in sync with the moon to where they didn't need the book. They don't need the podcast as much. They just feel it. They get it. They know it. It's a remembrance of sorts. So welcome to the episode about this full moon in Pisces. Not only is it a super moon, super illuminated, but it's also a blue moon. That's right. We already had a full moon this month of August, and now we're having our second. Friendly reminder, if you guys want to book a personal one-on-one birth chart reading with me, use your podcast listener discount code GRATITUDE and come see me so we can look at where Pisces rules in your chart and see what has been going on since the new moon in Pisces back on February 20th of this year until now, the culmination of that seed planted. Do you see any themes? If you can think back to that time, all the way up until now, any energy, any themes that were coming up around late February of this year are now being asked to say, are we done? Can we let them go? Because if you don't let them go, well, the the forces, the energies that be may step in and do it for you. All right. Full moon in Pisces. To look at a full moon and really understand its full effect... You want to look at the sign opposite of it. And in true Virgo fashion, you guys forgive me for all the podcast episodes that have happened this spring and summer. I'm in Indiana with family and I'm set up on this beautiful porch that's like halfway outdoors, halfway indoors. I don't know. What I do know is that my human design environment is shores and I've never resonated with anything more. I cannot work or produce anything if I'm in like an office with no windows or if I'm in a room in the house that the the energy, the feng shui is just off. I used to think, do I have OCD? But I just don't. It is totally an energetic thing. I have to be halfway in, halfway out, the shore, the where the environments change. I gravitate towards those things in all 80 Airbnbs I've lived in. It's just a thing. And so in these episodes, you may notice sometimes I pause when I hear a tractor or a motorcycle going by. But I love you guys so much because nobody, unless they left a nasty comment, I don't read those, but nobody has said a thing, but I'm, I know you know, 
just like you can hear Jeffrey snoring in the background. We can't get rid of that. He's always by my side. So thank you for hanging out and appreciating the art that is imperfection on Lightworkers Lounge. And this is so perfect for Virgo season. And we're going to talk a little bit about Virgo during this full moon in Pisces episode because sister signs. Now, if you look at somebody's birth chart and their sun is opposite their moon, you automatically know they were born on a full moon. So just like we were talking about in the medical astrology episodes last week, the sister signs, that's who we were discussing was the sister signs. Every sign has a sister. And if you look at the wheel of astrology, it's simply the sign that is directly opposite of yours. So Sagittarius and Gemini, sisters, both have a gift for gab, both have a good sense of humor. It's just one sign talks about the trees, the other sign talks about the forest, Sagittarius. Aquarius and Leo, sisters, these are both the entertainers, the showbiz, the models, actually. One of them wants to do those things for humanity and help personal development, Aquarius. The other is for their self-development. They want to be the main character while Aquarius runs the show, Leo. The two sisters that in astrology school, I really had a hard time getting it to click, to understand it and make it make sense. The two sisters that just seem to say, yeah, we're related and we're sisters. We're opposite each other in the sky. But it's like I I picture two sisters with their arms crossed and their backs to each other. And you're like, ooh, the body language between these two is going to be a tough one to get them to loosen up, drop the death grip, turn around, face each other, and hug or shake and agree to disagree and come to an agreement that they won't ever agree, but they can still be cool. Yeah, it's almost like Democrats versus Republicans, especially right now. They are just so like, if you're on one side, then I don't like you. It's so black and white. That's the energy I feel with the Virgo Pisces sisters. They are the most difficult ones to understand and get them to get along. Cancer, Capricorn sisters, they understand their roles. They know their assignment. Capricorn, I provide and I work. Cancer, I make the home beautiful and comfortable. Uh, Libra and Aries, they seem quite polarity, yet they understand their roles. Libra's like, if you're the leader, I'll follow and trust you. And Aries is like, ooh, I love when someone makes me feel good and in my power. Perfect. Right? So I think of Virgo in Pisces, and I'm like, these two are my most difficult pair. Ultimately, they rule healing. They both love and seek people and helping and healing from a place of purity in their heart. They just go about it in a different way. Virgo says, facts, only trust the things I can see, measure, taste, smell. (laughs) Pisces says, screw all that. It doesn't mean anything. What do you feel? You can't quantify that. Pisces says, how do you know you love that person more? You can't measure love. It's a feeling. Pisces heals people with breath work, with Reiki, the energetics. Pisces cuts energetic cords. Virgo cuts their waistline. (laughs) Does that make sense? Is that a good analogy? This is the Virgo-Pisces dynamic. So the reason why I'm bringing Virgo into this is because, of course, it's Virgo season, but the sun is in Virgo. And so there's this piece of us that says, okay, I know to achieve my dreams, Pisces, I have to do hard work. 
but we don't want to get too stuck on forcing things and pushing things will burn out. But we also don't want to get too stuck in the Pisces because if we just put our feet up and say, I deserve because I am here. I just have to think it. I just have to wake up every morning and say mantras and money will come to me. They won't happen. And then we'll end up having a disdain for spirituality and going against it. So we've got to bring balance between these radically opposite signs under this full moon. Have you felt like since Virgo season hit last week and you got bombarded with all the messages of it's time to get to work, back to school, sharpen your pencils, do make the to-do list, get your tasks in order, but you felt just tired? Like you just want to chill? Like you're not ready to go do all that? That's because we've got almost half of the planets retrograde. Virgo doesn't like retrograde. They are very forward, direct, let's keep going, no time for rest, take a quick water break, but let's go. And you better be drinking water. It better not be Gatorade with artificial colors. Let's keep going, says Virgo. But when you are going up against a force bigger than that, bigger than the earthly pursuits here, which is all the planets in the cosmos, going backwards, it, you can't. You have to just surrender to the universe. So under this Pisces full moon, I ask the question, how comfortable are you with the unknown? Virgo sees the entire staircase to reach the goal. Ask a Virgo to reach a goal without planning, without using an agenda, without a spreadsheet, without looking at the whole staircase. Just say, Virgo, take one step. Don't worry about the next 12, just take one they will shake and grind their teeth and it'll be a difficult chore for them. Tell a Pisces, hey, you got to get out of bed. You got to stop binging Netflix. You've got to pick yourself up and go for a run. And they will just look at you with those round Pisces eyes that are so penetrating and just <laughs> want to drown you in the ocean they come from. Like, no right? The sisters, again, they just don't understand each other. They kind of drive each other nuts. So this energy can cause a traffic jam in our minds, a stalling in the highway of our dreams where it's like, I know I got to put in the work, but I feel so lazy. I know after this Venus retrograde, what I want, my heart shouted it from the rooftops. Now, how do I use Virgo? Ooh, I didn't pause on that one because that van was bumping bass. I wanted you to hear that. How do I get to work and do this? Because Pisces, as you heard in the health episodes, can be lazy. They're fatigued. They're tired. Their lymphatic system is clogged. It's drained, right? Growth cannot be measured. Virgo wants the measures. They want to see the number on the scale to know, have I gained the weight in muscle or have I lost the weight that I needed to? You tell a Virgo, hey, forget about it. Just go by how your pants fit. Or just go by how you feel. Who needs to jump on a scale? Do you feel good? And the Virgo will look at you like, uh, well, uh, uh, I would just like to see so I can have measurable proof that I lost weight. Is that okay? <laughs> Highly doubt there's any Pisces that are like, I need to go on the scale every morning to see if my new exercise and diet regimen is working. <laughs> Leave that to the Virgos. So under this Pisces full moon, slow down on the growth because it's going to force you to. Look back to where you were five years from now, 10 years ago, and see, wow, 
I am totally a different person. Under this full moon in Pisces, it's a water sign. It's very emotional. Go back in the past. Look at photos. Look at the way you used to write just this time last year. Captions, letters, texts. I imagine you'll see immense growth. Go look at old photos of yourself from five years ago, even a year ago. It doesn't have to be that long. But if you really want to supercharge this big blue moon, look back 10 years ago at photos of yourself. What do you see? What do you see in the photos of you today versus you then? Do you see maturity? Do you see strength? Do you see new happiness? What do you feel in that growth? What moves were you making back then? What moves were you making back in February? Because again, it's time to accept that decision and get ready to move forward on it. You know, something I'm going to write about in this week's What's New and Good newsletter. So again, if you're catching this, hurry up, go sign up. It comes out every Monday morning. I really enjoy, it's like having coffee with you guys because you guys always respond and we have these really cool conversations and you share your perspective of the specific topic that week and it really helps me learn. It drives points home. It opens my eyes and it's awesome. I write and send the newsletter, but you guys like keep it going. I start the fire, but you guys put the brush and the tree limbs in it to keep it going. And it's really cool. I, I just, I'll say it every day. I'm so thankful for you guys. But if I was going to write about if our body can heal physical wounds, don't you think it can also scab over old emotional ones? Jeffrey down there agrees. But really, our body can heal physical wounds. You think about it, you get a cut on your face, you get an acne, like a pimple on your face, or a cut, a broken bone, anything on your body, the body will heal it. You guys know my personal story. I had autoimmunity, and the doctor, the endocrinologist said, sis, I'm sorry, but you're going to need your thyroid out. <laughs> I'm like, no, my body can heal herself. She's not ever working against me. I just need to help her out, throw her a bone, pun intended, and help her figure out, give her the right tools, and she'll heal me. So if our physical body, if we can get cut on our arm, and over time, it turns into a scab, and then over more time, the scab falls off, and then it, need, it leaves a little scar on the skin, but it's healed, I'm fine, we're not bleeding out anymore. Don't you think our emotional, energetic body can do the same? Right? Usually if we get cut, our body goes, sends the antibody, sends the white blood cells right to it. Let's heal it. Let's patch this over. What do you, do, do you think that our emotional body does the same? I try to just go there in my mind and think, ooh, when I get my heart broken or when I hear really disturbing news or when I'm really stressed. You know, sometimes I've noticed I've been getting headaches when I'm overworking myself, when I'm getting a little too stressed out, or when a conversation with someone just doesn't feel right or productive, my head starts to hurt. This is, this is very new for me. I'm not used to having headaches like this. But as soon as I remove myself from the conversation or I remove myself from work and I take a break and I practice breath work... I go outside, no screens, no stimulation from scrolling or social media, and I focus on moving my legs, Sagittarius, remember that from the episode? I look at the trees, I take in the breeze, all of a sudden my headache dissolves. 
Kind of like when the bleeding and a cut stops because you put a band-aid over it. My energetic body is healing itself. This is what we are given the gift of under this Pisces full moon. Pisces is the energetic body. It's the emotional body, right? Ooh, it is the emotional body. This is, let's, let's, so I just shared headaches with you, right? Do you have gastro issues, stomach issues, going to a certain job, dealing with a certain person? What makes your stomach churn and hurt? Is it just some part of life that you can't avoid, right? How, what are some tools you can bring in? Bring in your Virgo sister. What can you bring in to heal that and accept that better and feel more equipped to handle that specific job or person or thing? Oh, a big one is yawning in specific conversations. Whether you're talking or listening, do you know anyone specifically that you yawn a lot around? This is your energetic body talking to you. So... Pay attention to these things under this Pisces full moon. Think of the people, the places, the things that give your physical body big Virgo earthy reactions. And think about how can I protect my boundaries with this thing. And I know I want to give a shout out to people who are in situations that they cannot just up and leave and get away from right? What if you're like, oh, this is my child. I can't just abandon my child. Okay. We, we understand that and we get that. What are some tools that you can work on to bring more self-discipline to dealing with that specific person or relationship to deal? You know, this is my job, Steph. I can't leave my job. I'm supporting three of my family members right now. I totally get that. And this is not encouraging you if you're in that position to leave a job. Where can you apply more self-discipline and set more firm boundaries? Virgos love to set boundaries. To feel energetically better at that job, energetically better with that person. You know, Pisces rules having no boundaries. These are the true empaths and emotional sponges of the zodiac. So under a Pisces full moon, where are you done allowing people to invade your energy? allowing people to cross over your boundaries, but self-reflection mirror, is it you who never set the boundaries? Is it you who is afraid to get clear on your boundaries? And this can go even deeper. Do you even know what your boundaries are? Ah, have you been a codependent people pleaser for so long that you don't even know what your values are, where your boundaries lie. And so you can't even set them because they're invisible. Ah, but those bodily clues, headaches, stomach issues, the yawning when you're not tired, those are all clues pointing you towards what is a boundary with you. Under this full moon, you hear it, full moon, release. Well, under a Pisces, super blue full moon, release the good girl or good boy, good human energy 
I need to do this because it's good and kind. I need to allow this person to say that because it's good and kind. A lot of Pisces people, it rules unconditional love. And so a lot of people with heavy 12th house Pisces placements, they say, I know someone was just very rude and mean and borderline abusive to me, but I didn't defend myself or get angry back or set a boundary because I feel bad for them. You know, they've been through this, they've gone through that. This happened to them in childhood, so I understand why they'd behave that way. I can't be mean to them. I don't want to throw any more pain than what that poor person already dealt with from their mom in childhood. I get it. I understand why they do that. So I didn't do anything. No more of that. That's codependent people-pleasing. We cannot, you know, I think of this on social media and I used to do this a lot when Lightworkers Lounge was just going viral and I attracted, I didn't have boundaries at all. I was just come one, come all, have your spiel and eat it too. Where people would leave a negative comment and if I wanted to share it, like, hey, this is what this person said. And people still do this and it drives me bonkers. If someone leaves a really nasty negative comment that it's like, dude, how does that help anybody? How does it help anybody? They never know what to say, but you know what they do? They always cross the name out. They always like protect their identity by crossing the name out or putting a little emoji over the picture. And to that, I say, why? Why are you protecting them? Don't. I, it, it's so sad if they have gone through a tough childhood or difficulty in their adolescence, abuse, whatever it may be. It is sad. That is bad. But we cannot coddle people like that. They have got to experience accountability for the things they are doing. Otherwise, if we just brush it off with our big Piscean unconditional energy, well, I understand. They've been through that. We can't. We don't have to bully them. We don't have to be mean with them, but we can set very firm boundaries. We can point out to them how we feel using I feel statements, and we can tell them no more. It is a requirement to behave like this. If you want to enjoy my energy and my personal space, I'm rowing up the bridge until you change your behavior. I'll put it back down and you're more than welcome to join. But until then, I need to take care of me so I can be a good coworker, a good mother, father, husband, son, daughter, pet parent. Whew, it's very important. And if you don't, it is perpetuating a cycle, guys, that has got us into the world and the earth that we are currently in. So under, this is why it is a blue moon, once in a blue moon, don't you know it? This is a really important one to start setting those boundaries and protecting you. We envision boundaries as like walls around us and we think, uh-oh, that's going to push people away. That's going to prevent me from intimately connecting with someone if I'm covered in walls. Quite the opposite. Because the people who honor those walls actually have a secret door, like a secret bookcase that you push and it twirls and you actually get invited in and you're very intimate and extremely close. And not only that, but you and this friendship, this relationship, this lover are protected from the outside world in your boundaries, within those confined protected spaces. Okay. The disempowered side of Pisces is thick. It is big. It's that 12th house Pisces. It's mental health institutions, imprisonments, addiction, severe mental health issues. And the reason why 
people sometimes fall into those. And again, this is such a topic up for debate. This is not a blanket statement on that. But oftentimes we fall into adversive brain pain. I don't even like to say mental health. It's brain pain because we have no boundaries, because we don't know who we are because we've given up who we were to everybody around us, our teachers, our parents, our friends, our boyfriends and girlfriends. Who am I? What are my boundaries? This leads to depression, to anxiety, to panic attacks. We've lost ourselves and given ourselves away. So we fall into a depression because we miss who we were. And who we were is so far out into the ocean now, we don't even remember who that was. I can't see. Where'd they go? I forget. Now there's fog, misty fog from the ocean. I I can't see. And then if we have anxiety, it's because we have given away our power and our control. So nothing is in our control of our future besides the people in our lives that we're not even sure if we get along with. Ah, anxiety, right? And this is where the imprisonment, the mental health institutions, because when you completely lose your soul, because it was so sweet and kind and compassionate that you thought everybody around you would just naturally understand boundaries and they didn't, and they came into your castle and ransacked your kitchen and you've got no nourishment left for yourself. This is big. It's heavy. You guys can sense my passion and extreme interest in this because Look around. <laughs> Look at the earth right now. It's almost like we're just waiting to find out our consequences. And I don't want to end this podcast on such a bleak note, but I know you guys know what I'm talking about. It's We've got to do something before it's too late, if it's not already. I personally don't think it is. But this Pisces full moon, it rules unconditional love. It rules the connection to the aliens that are confirmed walking around us. It rules our connection to all things unseen. The 222-444-777 you see every day. What is that? When you feel like, show me a sign and you get that sign immediately. When you are pulling Oracle or tarot cards and the one you knew was going to pop up, pops up in your hand and you're like, holy shit, like this is real. I don't know how to describe this or categorize it or put it in a box or, or explain how it works, but it's real. That energy is what we're connected to under this full moon. The last thing I'll leave you with, which I personally think might be the most important with this Pisces full moon, is pay very close attention to symbolism and dreams. Spirit often likes to communicate with us through dreams. If you're lucky enough to be tapped in and attuned to having visions during your waking state, that's awesome. Pay very close attention to what comes up. But for the rest of us, your dreams, every full moon illuminates our subconscious and we all experience, whoa, did you have a crazy dream last night? A lot of us do. Pisces rules dreams, lucid dreaming, vivid dreaming, flying in dreams. This is all Pisces. So under a Pisces full moon, think about any symbolism that is continuously popping up. Are you dizzy in your dreams? Do you find it's a specific season? Is it summer? Is it winter? What were you wearing? Do you remember? Who is popping up in your dreams and what is your energy towards them in it? Are you eating a specific food, seeing a certain animal? 
pay very close attention because a lot of answers and messages are going to be coming through. I love you guys. I'm sending you so much good energy under this Pisces full moon. Be very gentle. This is the sign of mental health. So if you are feeling like you need to have a breakdown to break through, let it out. If you need to know how to take care of your physical health during this, tune in to the medical astrology episodes from last week, but just be very, very gentle with yourself. Extra sleep, foot rubs, because foot reflexology is our Pisces, and just accept where you're at on your journey and understand that you didn't come this far to only go this far. I'll see you guys next episode. Bye. Thank you.